Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hear ye, hear ye. The King of the Ring Tournament has arrived on SmackDown Live as we break it down in this week's AfterBuzz. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz what is up, everybody? We are live right here on AfterBuzzTV.com, the AfterBuzz TV YouTube page, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Like and subscribe and tell your friends and your foes about the world of AfterBuzz TV as we get ready to break down this royal edition of SmackDown Live. What's up, everybody? I am Christian Rosenberg, the lovely Miss Gabby Loren here with me once again. Hello, Gabby. Thank you for calling me lovely every week. I appreciate it. Aw, you like that? Yeah, I like it a lot. You don't call me lovely, though. You should you should reciprocate it. Well, because you're introing the show. I don't have to call you anything. You're just the host. Well, you can be like, thank you for that intro, Christian. By the way, you look lovely. Okay. Ever thought of that? Thank you, Christian. Well, no, now By it's the way, forced. you now, look lovely. Now Meanwhile, it's forced. Hold on. You've worn that shirt a million times <laughs> Show. Yes, I have. I always wear my Christian Rosenberg shirt so you can get prosandtees.com slash Christian Rosenberg. Yes, you do. Yes. And well, it looks lovely. Christian. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Tom's still doing dad stuff. So, you know, because he, he's getting used to that life right now. Uh, so he, he, he's not in tonight. I'm not quite sure. He'll, he'll probably stop by in a few weeks to say hi. I don't know when he's coming in. He might bring the kids in. He might not. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll have to check in with him on that. They might do a run-in with with the twins. I don't know. But he's got his hands full. He has two babies. Yeah, literally hands full. Mm-hmm. But we got a SmackDown to go over. We have King of Ring now underway. Clash of Champions on the horizon. A lot of stuff happening on Tuesday night. Lots of stuff happening on Tuesday night. That's right. And we start things off with the Viper himself, Mr. Randall Orton. Mm-hmm. Ooh, his yes. full name yes, is Randall. It was a, well, it's a royal addition because King of the Rings on Spank, so it was, it's more of a proper name. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore, and we just started the damn show. Uh, <laughs> uh, Randy, by the way, side note, and I didn't even mention this to you, and I'm probably all over the place because this weekend at my Wrestling Poor Wrestling show, I believe I got myself a mild concussion. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How do you, you blacked out? I didn't black out. I didn't black out or anything. Uh, I guess we'll just share this quick story real quick. Yeah, share it. Uh, so now my D evil character got knocked out during the show. How you ask? Well, on twitch.tv slash WPW on Thursday, you can watch it and find out. But the real story is after all that happened. So I get knocked out during the match. Everything's fine. But then so the referee are supposed to, you know, help me to the back as I'm you know, supposed to be out of it and stumbling around and selling. So they they pull me outside. I have my arm around the referee. Mm-hmm. And then on the outside of the ring, the referee trips and falls. And I fall with him and my head slams into the ring post. Whoa. And <laughs> I then, you know, go up to the locker room and I'm just like, I, I feel kind of loopy. Uh, so it was an interesting weekend. To say the least, of just resting and not staring at screens. Um, I, I'm gonna say <laughs> you definitely probably hurt yourself, but if you didn't 
black out. I think in order to get a concussion, you need to kind of like. Well, it wasn't it wasn't anything severe or anything. I've I've had one or two in the past, and I felt kind of similar. Interesting. Yeah. And you didn't want to go get that checked out or anything. Um. Are you okay? I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Are you okay tonight? Because you said you might be feeling the effects still. Don't worry, Tom. I'm okay. Oh, really? (laughs) We may need a new host of this show right now. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, But it was just... That's actually something different, Christian. That's called Alzheimer's. Oh. (laughs) Might have some of that, too. You might not be remembering who I am because of that. No, I'm... uh, no, no, Evan, I'm not. Um, <laughs> anyway, Randy Orton. We'll get back into this now. We'll get back into it. Randy Orton, talking about he is not a liar. And Kofi ran away from him because Kofi is stupid. Kofi can't live up to the hype because Kofi is stupid. Kofi got to watch me and the Revival hurt Xavier Woods' leg because Kofi is stupid. Hey, this makes Kofi come out. Gives a trouble in paradise out of nowhere. Getting ready to try to do the same type of injury that the Revival did to Xavier Woods on Monday. The Revival come out trying to make the save. Kofi grabs a steel chair and proceeds to beat the hell out of them with said chair. Interesting way to start the show off. Randy Orton starts off with a, a much more fiery promo than he normally has. And Kofi just unleashing... This anger. Definitely. What do you think it means that Randy Orton's feuding with Kofi Kingston lately? Is this a prelude to him getting a championship again at some point? For Randy? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's in the title match, so it's certainly a possibility. What What do you think? I think right now they're playing the game of putting um, the stack is against Kofi. Because now, all of a sudden... Kofi might be losing a new day due to the Revival taking them out. And then Randy's got back up with the Revival, so now the roles are almost reversed. Can Kofi overcome it is, I think, really the story that they're trying to do. Can Kofi finally do what he hasn't done before, and that's legitimately beat Randy Orton in a major match? And I think he will, but um, it's interesting. It makes It makes you think because... The odds are certainly against him right now. The odds are definitely against him, but I would like the angle of him overcoming and taking Randy Orton out and showing how much of an elevated superstar he is. Yeah. I mean, and, and, it show, and, it's elevated, and the crowd was 100% behind Kofi in this, ready, mm-hmm. ready for him to take out Randy. They did not like what Randy was saying about him, so it was yeah. definitely a really uh, um, a different... To start, I know normally, oh, promo involving the WWE champion. That's how the shows always start. And a lot of times, you're right. They do. But this one felt different. So, dang MQ in the chat roll said, Kofi has never beaten Orton. But there is always a chance for that to be the story in the future. And I think it would be great for Kofi. Because just like what you were saying tonight, how everyone was kind of behind Kofi... We saw everyone get behind Kofi before he became champion when he was about to become champion. Yeah. Everybody wanted that in the WWE universe. So now he has it, and I think they would want him to beat Randy as well. Yeah, and I mean, Kofi did beat Randy in that gauntlet match where Kofi went over an hour. Um, Randy was a part of that, but as far as like all their main one-on-one matches, he has not gotten the, the victory. 
at least in a very long time. So mm. we'll see where it goes with that. I I've become this is probably the most intrigued feud since Kofi's become champion that I've been into. I mean, he's had Ziggler, he's had Joe, but he's had Owens, but they they almost felt kind of thrown in there. This one feels like there is actually a there's a, there is a story behind it, so you can connect with it more. Yeah, I wasn't mad about the Samojo angle either. I, I wasn't like Samojo. Yeah, I mean, I I feel as though that was a good direction if they would have kept it going, but it's all right. Maybe next time. Um, well, then, your boy, Kevin Owens, is backstage with Shane McMahon. Kevin is, seems very apologetic. Um, he talks to Shane, oh, last week you find me $100,000. I had a week to think about it, and it dawned on me, you know, how bad this is. This has become. And man-to-man, father-to-father, I'd wish you reconsider. And Shane says, I'll take it under consideration. For once in his life, Shane McMahon seemed like a nice guy. Did he, though? Yeah, he felt. I felt as though he was connecting with Kevin Owens in that fatherly role in that moment. Hmm. But it's Shane McMahon, so he has two sides to him. It's true. But then from there, we get to our first round matchup of the King of the Ring tournament on the SmackDown side. Apollo Crews taking on Andrade. And Zelina, goddamn. Hit Christian's closet music for Selena. I mean, what? I don't know how. To, I mean, we're so speechless. We're not even hitting the music. That's okay. Because <laughs> I don't even really know how you to describe. You look mm-hmm. so good to me. I don't really know how to describe what Zelina. You'd be able to describe this better than me. There it is. Selena's outfit. It, it was weird. So it was almost kind of like like a black trench coat. Um, that, this photo that Josh, the engineer, showed, and this was from uh, some photo shoot I think she did earlier in the day. That's kind of partially what she wore. But it was more the kind of this, like, black jacket with, like, those similar type of stockings in that photo that were, like, seen under it. It was... Those are called fishnets, those stockings. The, the fishnets, thank you. But it was, it was a very... I don't even know if they really were full-on fishnets of what she wore tonight during the show. But it was like, it was a, an amazing combination of like professional business, yet just like stupid sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was noticing her hair out of everything. And she, well, the last couple of weeks, she's just had her hair be her natural curly hair, which has looked amazing also. I don't know about that being very natural from a girl perspective. She got it done, but. <laughs> oh, she, she's tweeted over the last week with all the comments she got in the hair. She's like, because this was one where I just didn't do anything on it. This is how it naturally looks. There is no way that her hair... That picture we just looked at. You're telling me that that's natural. I'm sure it has extensions. Yeah, 100% extensions, but also that is not even a natural that, curl. Well, that's not what she looked like tonight. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm... I'm so you're saying the curls were different tonight? They were just natural curls. Like those ones are more forced. Yeah. Yeah, because that is for sure done with like a curling iron or a straightener that can do curling. Just from a girl perspective, sure. I you, know these things. You would know that better than I would. Yeah, but uh, maybe she just meant, oh, it's curly, so it's similar to my natural vibe. Maybe, but um, but this was a fun match. I thought Apollo looked great in this match. Um, Zelina. Tried to hold Andrade down for just a few extra seconds, which distracted Apollo Crews. 
hit a back elbow, and then the hammerlock DDT. And Andrade advances in the King of the Ring tournament, much to Gabby Loren's delight. Yes. My prediction as well is that Andrade will make it to the end. So hopefully he sticks it out. It's cool that, that was not your prediction last week. No, I meant like not till the end end. I mean like I saw two people and I said Andrade and Kevin Owens. That's what I said. You said the finals was going to be Joe and Owens. Samoa Joe? Yeah. Oh, I thought I said Andrade. No. Are you sure? Yeah. No, because, I said because, Andrade. Of their ma- because of their match last week. Because it's going to be someone from Raw and SmackDown in the finals. And you said Joe and Owens. Okay, well, I guess Andrade is my backup. <laughs> <laughs> I caught you! In my mind. Oops. Yeah, but you know I love Andrade. And he's oh, of course. Well, we all love Andrade, because Andrade's amazing. So if it wasn't going to be Kevin, my second choice is always Andrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cool that he was the first match of the night, pretty much. And... Well, they they kicked they, the no they, they kicked off they kicked off the night great both of them Apollo I thought had a great showing as well um, they're I think they're finally starting to try to find something with Apollo Cruz it's taken way too long but I think they're starting to find something and with it um, with that I hope they start giving him some wins and an actual feud with somebody yeah same. I like these two together, too. Yeah. It's nice because you don't always see Andrade fighting the bigger guys, I guess. In the past, we've seen a lot of him with, uh, was it Kalisto? Not Kalisto. Mysterio. Mysterio. We've seen him a lot with Mysterio, who's very, very on the short end, obviously smaller guy. Um, I like him paired up with a bigger man who looks strong. And it's more of like an opponent that's on his level in that sense. Not that he doesn't have good matches with Mysterio. I love him with Mysterio. But it's nice to see the differentiation of having somebody that's on that level. Yeah. Um, And we haven't seen Apollo really do too much, too much. No, that's what I'm saying. But we're starting these last few weeks, starting to see him at least regularly on TV. Mm -hmm. Now, hopefully, that can result in some type of feud. Yeah. Uh... Dan O'Brien and Rowan with a man under the cape. This is the theme of the night. You cannot move from that chair because we're eventually tonight going to reveal you to Roman Reigns as the culprit. Did you have any idea who you thought that was when that was so, occurring? So we'll, we'll get into who it is at the end. We'll get but, into who it was but, at the end. But at, the, at that moment, looking at the size of him yes. with the hands, I thought it was Luke Harper. Yeah, I had a feeling it was somebody, it was either like a Harper, maybe, it didn't have Bray's body, but it would have been cool if it was Bray Wyatt. That would have been weird. Yeah. That would have been really weird if you take that off and it's the Fiend mask. That would have been <laughs> creepy. Uh, that was going to be a good story. Um, Too we, bad. we see Elias in the back, um, the referee's trying to hide for Drake Maverick, but we are told by Shane McMahon, the 24-7 title is suspended for tonight, so Elias can focus on his match. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, like one minute I enjoy that twenty four seven title, and the next minute I'm just like, why is it still a thing? Well, why is it that Shane McMahon can do something like that? No other time were they able to put things on delay. That's not fair. Elias is so lucky that he has this buddy buddy situation with Shane McMahon, and I don't even understand why Shane McMahon wants Elias. I'm not even understanding that relationship very well. Because he loves his singing voice. It's angelic to him. Is that enough, though? This is a business he's running. And in a business, you need to relax and be soothed. And what better way to be soothed than with incredible music? 
Yeah, from all that stress in his life. But you know what else is soothing? What? Things that are very soothing are wonderful comments and five stars and thumbs up and shares and subscriptions from all of you that are watching and listening right now because you guys help make this show bigger and bigger and bigger and we want to make it even better for you and Gabby is going to tell you how to do that. Yeah, I don't know if I would have used the word soothing there. It's very soothing. But... It's soothing. Thank you guys so much for all of your comments and tuning in live. We so appreciate it. We currently have about 53 in the live chat now. So share this link with all your friends and family and anyone who loves wrestling. Have them tune in live as well. We are keeping tabs on the chat roll. I see you, Eric Clark, Manj Sandu, Dylan Matthews, External Shockwave 3, Theo. We have Dang MQ, Michael Blake, Joseph Boza. And Eric. So thank you guys. Oh, and Zeno Hour as well. He's always in there. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we would also love it if that you love this podcast, if you can give us a thumbs up on YouTube. So that's a positive note. And you can also leave a comment in the regular comment section. And something else that really helps us out is if you go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and five share stars. with... You know, why you like this podcast for SmackDown Live. And on top of that, AfterBuzz offers so many other programming. Uh, We have reality TV that we cover, scripted shows, all kinds of stuff. So you can hit the subscribe button to any of AfterBuzz's other networks here under the AfterBuzz TV family. Or you could even subscribe to our wrestling and sports channel, which features other wrestling shows as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Moment of Bliss. We have Alexa and Nikki sporting their Women's Tag Team Championships. And their guest is Charlotte Flair. And oh my goodness, two for one on Christian's Closet. Charlotte, this was this is like, I'm going to look like a super professional on a summer's day walking through the park in the heels and the, like the black short shorts. With the little blazer. Professional, elegant, gorgeous. Yeah, That's what I see definitely that. very elegant. Would it fly in the corporate world? No, because you can't wear shorts like that. But she will. It flies in she WWE. Can do it. She can do it. Are you going to tell Charlotte what to do? I'm not saying I would tell her what to do. I'm just saying if she walked into an office setting, it probably wouldn't be allowed anywhere other than WWE. Well... I, I, I feel like there's there'd be some some offsetings where it'd be like she's walking in. Well, I'm not gonna tell her no. Are you gonna tell that no? Are you gonna tell her no? Look at her right there. That is the queen. That's the queen right there. It's a very simple outfit. It's simple, yet yes. she makes it work very very well. I mean, it is classy. I like simple. Simple is key. But Christian's closet worthy? Eh. Wow. Not so sure. That's kind of like what I'm wearing tonight. I have shorts on. And a tank top like she does. I just didn't wear the blazer that matches tonight because I thought it would be too hot in the studio. Isn't that funny? I mean, it's Ain't not funny because it, 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 it can get warm in these studios. So No, right. yeah. I didn't mean the hot part get, is funny. I mean the fact that we're kind of wearing similar things. Yeah. You're, yeah. Both, you're both on a top in shorts. Exactly. It's a simple <laughs> work wardrobe. You guys can't see what I'm wearing, but it... It's like a really cute leopard high-waisted dress short. Which does not look balance. like the black shorts that Charlotte was wearing. No, but they're the same idea. It's like a classy pair yeah. of business-esque shorts. Okay. 
Yeah, if they added a little bit of length, made it a longer skirt, you could wear it to an office. There you go. That's how it is. Um, all right, so Charlotte's out there talking about how she's much more marketable than Bailey. Bailey comes out, and she's Bailey's like, at the end of the day, I'm champion, which means I'm better than you. And they made a match for Clash Champions, and then Bailey pushes Charlotte out of her chair. That was amazing. That was cool. That was the only time of the entire segment where Bailey got cheers. Because Bailey was being a badass for once. But, she's so nice all but, the time. But shouldn't she get cheers for that then? Because when she came out, it was silent. And I don't know why. I think it's just because sometimes... Ooh, I hate to say this, but maybe her character could be a little bit um, stale. Ooh. And so she needs to like reinvigorate or do something to excite the crowd and the audience. We're always seeing like the nice, sweet Bailey. Sometimes she gets mad, but... I mean, it was nice to see her get angry and throw Charlotte off the chair and do something different that yeah. was a little bit more aggressive outside of her normal Bailey character. But no, yeah, so I think that's that, probably but... why they're not freaking out when she she arrives because it's like, oh, it's another Bailey segment. Yeah. What's but, she gonna say? By the way, I, lo- I, lo- I love how the entire chat rolls like, all right, Gabby, we want to see your outfit now that you talked about it. <laughs> Should I go in the front and show everybody? You're, you're, hey, you, hey, you want to hit the Christmas closet music one more time for Gabby we could do to this. show off? We're right in the front camera there. There, uh, oh, here we I, go. Do I get in? Do I get in? Um, uh, well, I'll think about it. I'll okay. put it in consideration, like Shane did with Kevin Owens. So everyone can see, Gabby says this outfit's just like Charlotte's. I, I think, I think, yeah, you got an idea there. There it is right there. There's Gabby showing off, showing off her outfit there for you. Doing a little pose. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All right, there's that. Now you guys can be the judge. Thanks for including me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, Dan O'Brien and Buddy Murphy. <laughs> oh, by the way, External Shockwave said this is the best part of the after show. Just <laughs> FYI. At, I agree. I mean, I'm not going to argue that. But Dan O'Brien and Buddy Murphy. <laughs> Murphy, the last two weeks, we talked about how amazing Buddy Murphy was last week against Roman. And that was a match where he was delivering the offense. Here in this match, it was trying to like play the role of maintaining focus, not getting distracted, and how can he survive the beatdown that he was getting from Daniel Bryan. Two completely different styles of Buddy Murphy matches, and the crowd got behind him as the match went on, and Buddy Murphy defeated Daniel Bryan with Murphy's Law in the middle of the friggin' ring, and it was f- awesome. Yes. I see what you did there. Yes, yeah. studio audience, it was. That was crazy. I did not expect him to come out as a winner in that match. No. At all. Not at all. And he did. And it was amazing. Yeah. I was so thrilled for this. Wow, he's getting such a push right now, it, huh? He was not used. He was not on. Three weeks ago, he wasn't on TV. Now he had a 20-minute match with Roman Reigns last week. Last Roman Reigns. And a 15-minute victory <laughs> over Dan O'Brien this week. That is crazy. Two of WWE's biggest superstars. And wow. just showed that he deserves to be in that spotlight with two amazing matches. Now the question is, more than likely this is probably going to lead to, maybe next week or in two weeks, we'll have Roman teaming with Buddy against Brian and Rowan. That could be interesting. 
but it's really a matter of the question is once this whole who done it thing ends, where does Buddy Murphy go? I'm hoping he goes by winning the damn King of the Ring tournament because mm. he is in it. Well, they're definitely pushing him right now, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, the revival, who um, they officially challenged the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Titles at Clash of Champions, but they're out there in the ring with bandages around them from the beating that Kofi gave him with a chair earlier in the night, and this leads to their match with Heavy Machinery. Tag team action, playa. Um, Tucker, towards the end of the match, attacks Dawson, but didn't realize Dash was the legal man. Then we get a good old Oklahoma roll from Dash Wilder to pin Tucker Knight. And the Revival continue their momentum to earn that tag title shot. Yeah, the Revival's definitely having momentum right now. It's funny because when Heavy Machinery was first doing a lot of matches and getting more involved on the main roster... I feel like WWE was pushing them, and now it's like a switch reversal of roles. The revivals come in hot, and they're giving them their time right now. Yeah. So I wonder where they're going to take them. Well, they could they eventually go against the New Day and take away those tag team titles? Well, that revival is going against the New Day at Clash of Champions. Yeah, and can they get those titles? They the they question. they might very well do it. Well, because the question is going to be the storyline: How is Xavier's leg? Going in based on what happened last night in Raw. Chad Gable being asked, "Are you an underdog?" He then goes ahead and purposely, I'm like, you know, I could make fun of him and say, "Man, his promo is so boring." But the purpose of it was to be boring, so everyone would just pay attention to Shelton Benjamin <laughs> behind him, roll his eyes, and put that sign yeah. up on the door. So that was he was supposed to be boring. I don't remember a damn thing that he said in this promo. But then he walks to the door with the sign that says, you must be at least this tall to be in the King of Ring tournament. Because all we can do with Chad Gable is do short jokes. Because he's, he's, he's one of the ten best wrestlers, maybe even one of the five best wrestlers on the entire roster. But he's short. So we'll just go with that. They can make fun of his pr- <laughs> new pre- newer preppy look because he just seems like too much of a boy next door now. He does look right? like you're... Like, very innocent. He, 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 look, he, he looks like the guy that's always friend-zoned. Yeah. Why can't they do jokes about that, too? He does look like that. He does. <laughs> He's cute, though, still. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. He's a cute boy next door. <laughs> knock, knock. Can I borrow some sugar? <laughs> hear that, Chad Gable? Gabby needs some sugar. Got some sugar, Chad? <laughs> I don't know, Gabby. Between Owens and Andrade and now... Oh, wow. You're, you're, okay. He's at the bottom of the list. Okay. Kevin Owens at the top. Right. He's at the bottom. All Let's right. get it clear. Andrade's right in the middle. Okay. I just need to make sure. I, I got to keep track of this. Yeah. Keep track. <laughs> Mental note. Miz TV is guest Sami Zayn. They talk about how Sami Zayn has just been constantly losing, which is something we've talked about on this show. And Sami talked about any success I've ever had. It was because I fought for causes bigger than me. But the path to redemption for Sami Zayn is through helping other people. And out comes Nakamura. By the way, he's in oh, inter- welcome back, Nakamura. Yeah, by the way, welcome back. He's our Intercontinental Champion. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I might have forgot <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> and he reminds Sam Zayn reminds everybody that Nakamura is Japanese, and he can't articulate what is truly in his heart because he's an artist and a poet, and I am an artist and a poet. And if you want to talk to Nakamura, you have to talk to me. And then they gang up and beat down Miz. The only reason I'm happy about this. Because I'm not, I don't know how I feel about this pairing of Zayn and Nakamura, but what makes me happy about it is this makes Miz 
in a feud with the Intercontinental title again because I want Miz to be the first 10-time Intercontinental champion. He's won it. Jericho has the record right now at 9. Miz, chat roll, please confirm me. Miz is either at 7 or 8 right now. And now if we're putting them in this situation, he would have the chance to win another one. And... I want I want mid the Intercontinental title has always been my all time favorite title, and I would love to see a ten time champion. And we've never had that with the IC title, so I want Miz to win that IC title from Nakamura because Lord knows he'll do more with it. Nakamura's doing. We forgot he had it. Thoughts? Uh, I'm just glad Nakamura made an appearance. Mm-hmm. I am. Maybe it would be nice to see him in King of the Ring as a contender. Well, uh, Miz is in the King of the Ring tournament. Nakamura is not. So just as a little fact check right now, he's actually an eight-time Intercontinental. So he's at eight. So one more will tie Jericho. And then one after that would be ten. And (laughs) with with where Jericho's hanging out right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they want to try to make this ten-time thing happen sooner than later. I'll just put it like that. Um, Shane and Owens again talking about how Shane's asking Owens, well, you never actually apologized for striking an official. And Kevin, you're right. That's fair. I apologize. Um, And Shane's like, okay, I am still putting in consideration, but um, I just have to let you know, if you put your hands on an official again, I will have to fire you. (sighs) Which leads to Elias versus Kevin Owens in another first round matchup of the King of the Ring tournament. First off, Elias has got new music, and I liked his old music a lot better. Hmm. Not going to lie. Um, Buddy Murphy, I want his old music back, too, side note. Um, yeah, I don't know. but Fans, let us know your opinion. Yeah. What do you think about it? Did you like this new music for Elias? Yeah. Do you prefer the older one? I preferred the older one, but I'm curious what you guys think. Shane comes out of ringside. There's a point where the two of them are brawling outside the ring. Shane separates them, then takes off his shirt to reveal he is wearing a referee shirt. Oh, Shane. For a second, I thought you had a heart. But then, of course, the key word, or the key sentence, I should say, backstage was, just make sure you never put your hands on an official again. And, of course, Shane made himself an official tonight. Shane's last name. In the match. Shane's last name is McMahon. Of course his last name is McMahon, but... I mean, for a second, I thought oh, he had some sort of like connection with Kevin Owens, like he was going to help Kevin Owens. But no, it led to his demise tonight. Mm. Yeah, because Shane reveals the ref outfit, and he then hops in the ring. So then the other referee just casually then walks out of the ring. I'm not quite sure why he does that, but for some reason he's outside of the ring. And then when Shane goes in, um. Elias pushes Owens. Owens nearly touches Shane. He stops himself in time. Elias rolls him up. Super fast three count. Elias moves on in the King of the Ring tournament. And Shane gets another one up on Kevin Owens. He doesn't get his dream of being King of the Ring. He's still at this moment fined $100,000. And if you look at that photo, actually that photo Josh pulled up, Kevin Owens' shoulder is off the mat. So he, if they wanted to go that route, they could also argue that his shoulders were not down. That might be the angle next week. They could. They I don't could. think he's going to... They're going to have to do something like that because they can't just kick him out of the King of the Ring tournament. I think that 
He's too good to be wasted. Well, he's not. He's not going to be wasted. He's continuing his, his feud with Shane. No, but this needs to continue over so that he can have a fair shot at King of the Ring. Well, he's out of King of the Ring now. Well, I don't think he's going to be out based off the picture we just looked at. Ah, well, we'll see. I have a feeling he's still out of it. But you never know. You never know. I mean, know. you brought it up yourself. That could be an angle. Well, it could be an angle not to get him back in the King of the Ring, but to say he was cheated out of being King of the Ring. Yeah, so maybe he can get... Oh, you know, it'd be so nice. Because doesn't Shane McMahon and his father, Vince, have some beef sometimes? Like, isn't Stephanie almost the favorite child on TV? About ten years ago. But is that still not the case? Because <laughs> no. wouldn't it be nice if there was a story angle where Vince comes out and takes Kevin's side against his son? I mean, that, that could eventually happen in all this. I would love that. Where Vince makes an appearance and says, Shane, you were wrong. How dare you make a call like this? I would love that. Do you not like that story? Uh, no, I mean, it, it'd be an interesting promo with it, but it matters seeing how they build up with it. Um, and Vince, but, do it, Vince. But, but then the question is, the, well, the big question, at the end of the show, because Roman Reigns is now with Dan and Brandon Eric Rowan, we're going to finally see who it was. Is it Harper? Is it Bray? Is it Baron Corbin? Is it Cedric Alexander? Is it Buddy Murphy? Is it somebody that we have not named? Nope, it's an older guy who kind of looks like Eric Rowan. And he looks terrified. It's his look-alike. And Roman just stands there very confused. And that's what SmackDown is off the air. So, again, we thought we were going to have an answer, but then we get more questions. Where does this continue to? Does this man get more airtime, this random stranger? He's going to he's gonna get something. He's definitely an independent um, wrestler, though. Is he? He looks, he looks older for that. Yes, but when, you know when he was first covered up and we didn't know who he was? They had a shot where you could see his legs and his feet. And he had some, like, really big muscles. So his calf muscles were, were kind of big and bulgy. He could he could be a stronger guy, but he doesn't that mean doesn't mean he's a wrestler. He might still be a wrestler, but he, he seemed looked older. Athletic, okay. I can tell the difference between athletes and regular people. He had muscles that normal people don't have, unless he's just born with chicken legs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, Christian, you got some chicken legs? <laughs> no, no. So I you do don't not. know about it then? I ain't got no chicken legs. <laughs> it's sturdy. Chicken legs are sturdy legs. Not only just like lean, but you see the the muscle tone, and not everyone like you have genetic. I've actually genetic, always had really uh, good calves. You've had good calves. I, I have I have good calves, and I'm not quite sure how. Oh, do I have to show off the calves? I can't see I them with later on. Do I have to walk up front to show off the calf? No, you should model no, it. it's all right. They don't want to see that. They'd see you walk out again. They don't want to see me walk. I'll out. show my calves. <laughs> But we only we only got about five minutes left, and we got a bunch of really big wrestling rap stories a that we got to get into. Oh my so goodness! So go for it. We're gonna have to breeze through our opinions on this. But, yes. Um, the first story I want to get into for this week's wrestling rap is that WWE's NXT is going to the USA Network in September. You guys, right before everything switches to Fox 
for uh, SmackDown and Raw. So this is extremely exciting. They're going to have a two-hour show. Finally, NXT is getting their opportunity. I've always said that they are such an elite brand. These wrestlers are so talented. When you see what they bring to the table during their, you know, once every in a blue moon pay-per-views at, like, your WrestleManias and the bigger events, pay-per-view stuff, they are just on point. They bring it. So I think it's going to be super interesting, and I like how they're doing it before the official transition. What about you? I need to speak to so many people because there's so many people online that are furious about this, and I need to tell them to shut up. And here's why. Really? A lot of people are angry because now, because the live pro- program, it's two weeks, Vince is going to be more hands-on with it. They're thinking, all oh, the NXT that we know and love is going to be gone, and it's going to be more of a W, more Raw-esque, wa- like mm, more watered I down. See. And some of that might be possible, but here's what you have to realize. This is going to bring a lot more eyes on NXT than what we currently have, which will then bring more eyes onto the network for takeovers, which in then doing so will bring more eyes on Evolve, which will bring more eyes on Impact, which will bring more eyes on Ring of Honor, which will bring more eyes on all other wrestling programs, because here's another one that could come off not even looking like WWE, but an alternative brand. And, And on top of that, now the NXT guys, when their new contracts are being emerged and constructed, they're going to get more money because NXT is making more money. It's bigger for the production side. Shout out to Ryan Smiley, Kat, Kathy Kelly, of course, John Quasto, getting big things now with this going on. Awesome. The wrestlers who deserve more money for everything that they've been doing in NXT, they're going to start getting it, and this only opens the door more for other wrestling promotions and TV deals. This is a good thing. I know you're worried that now all of a sudden some of your 15, 18-minute matches might get cut down a little bit, which really doesn't make much sense to me because now they're expanding to two hours instead of one. But enjoy it because this is a good thing for wrestling. I couldn't have said it better myself. I love everything you said and all the points you brought up, especially the fact that these wrestlers have the ability to possibly make more income and get paid better for what they're doing. They're really good. Um, So definitely support it, you guys. Don't hate on it right away. I know I'm seeing some people in the chat say that they're going to be tuning into AEW, which is their direct competition on that night, specifically Wednesday nights. Uh, What I would say to you is give it a chance and see how you feel about it. Don't just knock it off because... They're going mainstream. This is a great thing for the wrestlers that worked hard for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So my next piece of news is the fact that Kalisto put out a tweet on becoming a free agent in the new year. And uh, what, you guys? He just randomly tweeted out 10 months, hashtag free agent. And then also, um, I hope I'm not pronouncing this wrong, but Gran? Gran Matalik. Matalik, yeah. So, of the Lucha House Party, yep. he also put out a tweet, said, Me too, Carnal. Uh, so, there's more than one of them that their contracts are expiring and they're out, it looks like. Uh, however, Kalisto deleted his tweet now, so it no longer lives in the Twitter space. But, Gran left his up. So, I mean... Oh, and Braun, Braun Strowman responded to this and put hashtag adios. <laughs> well... Yikes. This is this is either you're either going the revival Mike and Maria Canellis route where you're teasing it and then you get locked into a bigger contract because they don't want to lose you, or they're gonna lose you and then we'll see where you end up after. 
It's just interesting because he still has 10 months, apparently. Yeah, so that's such a long period of time. I feel like you're right. Maybe this is a, a t- scare tactic or something to try to get them to create movement, give him some options now so he feels secure. Or maybe so that he can let other wrestling promotions go, hey, I'm going to be a free agent. Yep. Hit me up. Mm-hmm. So that he can get some deals in and decide what's he He's so much more talented than running around with a pinata on 205 Live. He he should be doing so much more. Yeah. Definitely. Well, who knows what these yeah. other opportunities, what what could happen if right. he sticks around. My next news story is that WWE announces a new class of NXT developmental, uh, developmental I can't speak to that, <laughs> assignees. Um, and Santana Garrett's one of them from Women of Wrestling. Yep, congrats to Santana Garrett. Wow, this is something she's worked for for so long. I know this was a dream of hers. Um, of course, I'm sure she wanted her dad to see her get this accomplishment. Unfortunately, he recently mm-hmm. passed away within the last year. But it's so cool to see her get this opportunity. Um, I know she's trained a bunch of wrestlers. She works at a training center in Orlando. And just if you go to the Google or you know F4W Online, uh, WWE, any of these sites, the photo that they have of the new signees, she has this new look. Like, right. all these extensions, red hair. It's like right. I've never seen her before. I like know, this. but we do have to wrap. I know you have one more big story, so we got to get to it quick because yeah. we've had to wrap up a minute ago. Sorry. Well, there is a bunch of people that just got signed, so look them up. And um, my last story is that an Aero star, Stephen Amell, um, He's headlining a Stars Wrestling drama series that's coming out called Heels. And he actually tweeted at Cody Rhodes to help him work on this project. And I guess that's all I'm going to say about that now. But it's cool that we're going to get another wrestling show that's scripted. It's a scripted series. Cody worked with Stephen Amell on Arrow. And they work together in WWE and AEW. So it's curious if, I don't know when Cody sleeps, um, when he's going to have time to work on this amongst everything else. But I'm really intrigued the more information on this project. Because I want to watch it very badly. It's going to be really cool. We have Glow and now we'll have Heels. So there's so much out there. You guys, the wrestling world is going mainstream right now. It It is is. blowing up everywhere. So thank you guys so much for tuning into Wrestling Wrap. And I want to shout out Kevin Owens. Don't worry, we're going to get you back in King of the Ring. (laughs) Well, we'll see if we can get back in King of the Ring. And we want to know your thoughts on what happened in tonight's SmackDown. Do you think... Um, Kevin Owens will get back in King of the Ring. Do you think that Gabby's outfit is similar to Charlotte's? We need to know these things. And you can talk to us in various forms of social media. Gabby, I'm going to reach out to you. You guys can reach out to me at Gabby Loren TV. That's G-A-B-B-Y-L-O-R-E-N-T-V on Instagram and Twitter. And I think I should let everybody know really fast that I will be working with Impact Wrestling in September. So cool. I'm going to be doing backstage interviews, so you guys, you'll have to check it out. The 5th and 6th, if you are in town, go to the show and get your tickets. In Vegas. In Vegas. Vegas. You can yeah. see Gabby working Sam's the Impact tapings. Yep. So exciting. Oh, Gabby's growing up. <laughs> oh, my God. Another step. Another step. I'll still be Spoiler here. Surely. It's fine. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Roseberg. Instagram, DeeraRoseberg. ProRestingTees.com. Slash. Christian Rosenberg, and for all your other AfterBuzz TV news and gossip, follow me on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Gabby Loran, I am Christian Rosenberg, and we will see you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. 
Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.